Welcome to Personal Branding Unlocked. I'm Monica Wormsley. And I'm Josh Lawler. And together, we're here to equip you with the tools, strategies, and insights you need to help you build and enhance your personal brand. If you work in professional services, your personal brand is your unique signature that sets you apart. In each episode, we'll delve deep into the art and science of personal branding, share real-world success stories, and bring in industry experts for deep-dive discussions. So get ready to embark on a journey of self-discovery, growth, and empowerment. This is Personal Branding Unlocked. Hello. Hi. Hi. Episode two, season two. Two, two. Two for 22. That's not 22. (laughs) That's a cricket thing. (laughs) Oh, is it? I thought you meant 2022. (laughs) How's your week been? Yeah, it's been good. It's been pretty low key. I think with our, our big, you know, no drinking thing, I... Pretty much stayed home all weekend. Started started reading a book actually, oh. Yelena Jokic's book in preparation for. So she's going to be speaking at the Gen Collective International Women's Day event. So I thought I'd I'd read her book before. Yeah, that before that she's she's gone through a lot. Yeah, that it'd be a good story of like resilience. Hundred percent. Yeah, I'm only halfway through. So yeah, but so far it's it's a lot. Oh, I have to borrow it from you yeah. afterwards. Well. I mean, when I say I'm reading a book, I'm listening to a book on Audible. <laughs> whatever, whatever. A book's a book. Yeah. You're consuming a book. Yeah, yes. exactly. Yeah, yeah. How was your week? Yeah, it was good. It was good. I have started to make progress in pulling together this book club. Yes, speaking I, of books. Speaking of books that I keep on kind of hinting about on the podcast and I've convinced you. You have. To come and do it with me. <laughs> Thank you. God. (laughs) Uh, So I did a survey this week on LinkedIn to see how regularly people would like to read books. So monthly, bi-monthly, quarterly. So we're just getting those results at the moment. And we'll hopefully have something out in the next week or two on when we're going to get started to get hopefully started in February. Yeah. And I think because, yeah, so far the the vote that's winning is bi-monthly, I think it was. So, yes. yeah, if yeah. we do that in February, every second month, do a book, I, I reckon that sounds good. Yeah. So, if you are wanting to, you know, if one of your goals for 2024 is to work on professional development, leadership or better business practices or personal development, and you want to have some way of committing to reading probably six books this year, then our book club will be for you because we'll keep you accountable. And I have a suggestion for book number one as well. Oh, cool. Could it be Yelena Jokic's book? <laughs> <laughs> it's not business development, but I'm already halfway through. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it doesn't have to be business development. <laughs> That's kind of cheating. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. Today, we don't have a guest with us. No. No. Uh, so, we're now in our second season and we've been doing a lot of reflecting on the amazing guests we've interviewed so far. And the lessons that we've been learning from those guests. And in particular, so the first question that we ask all of our guests is what do they think is the number one most effective thing they can do to build their personal brand? And that's what we're covering today. Yeah. So today we'll be recapping what each of the guests have said is uh, what their advice was for their most effective thing there is to build their personal brands. Now, we will preface it by saying that a few of the guests have said quite similar things, but have used, I guess, a different angle. So we do think it's important to explain in what way they meant certain things were important. I don't think I explained that very well. No, I get that. Yeah. Yep. (laughs) We'll also be adding our two cents in on what we think are the most important things for building a personal brand. 
Yeah, and we've had like a, a planning blueprint, I guess you'd call it, of episodes that we wanted to release. And early on, we wanted to do a, a top 10 tips of things you can do to build your personal brand. And so now we've had eight guests on the podcast, and then there's, yeah, Monica and I as well. So that rounds up, that's 10 people. So that's what this episode is, our top 10 tips to build your personal brand. Top 10 tips, that's hard to say. (laughs) (laughs) So our first guest was Caitlin Blackburn from episode four. And Caitlin's top tip was authenticity and networking events. So she said that that you should go by yourself to networking events to make connections that are outside of your social circle. She said to be authentic when you're at marketing events or networking events so people get to know the real you and you can make genuine connections and build relationships. And I love this advice from from Caitlin. It was really good. And like, I think at the time as well, I was like, oh, you know, I've only ever been to networking events with Monica. I'm going to make it a, you know, a priority to go solo. I still haven't. I will admit to that. But yeah, 2024 New Year's resolution. I'm going to start going to a few of these networking events solo. Yeah, I pushed myself out of my comfort zone over the last year or so to go to a few networking events by myself. And as someone that's relatively shy, that you know, I I would sit in the car going, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? But as soon as I got in there, I actually found that they were the events that I met the most people. And I think that there's something about being vulnerable and being there alone that makes people want to come up and talk to you. But also you kind of look out for other people that are on their own and you're kind of both going into this scary circumstance together. So it builds an automatic bond. Yeah, I see that. And I've noticed as well. So we've we've been at networking events where we've seen someone flying solo and mm-hmm. yeah, just you, you feel that for them as well. Like it would be daunting. So I know that we've gone over and spoken to people that have that have been there on their own. So I'm hoping that people will do that for me when I'm doing it too. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, but you know so many people now. You'd have to find a networking event. Yeah, I'd have to find a a whole new... We've been to, yeah, all of... Or most of the big ones around Newcastle. I'll have to find a new one that's not in my niche. (laughs) Yeah, maybe like... I don't know, like men in pest control. <laughs> We've got little bugs in the office. <laughs> pest controls. On that would, you know what? With these little bugs, that would actually be really handy to go to the men in pest control networking group. Report so, back. Yeah, you'll see me there. <laughs> Our next guest that we had in episode six was Martin Sully, the branding nerd. And his big one could, his big message could be, yeah, sort of condensed down to two words really. And it was be consistent. So he said that he says this to all of his clients, if they're not being consistent and saying the same thing, you know, 10 or 15 times in their messaging, it may not get through because you might connect with someone on like the 11th or 12th time you've said something. So it may sound really repetitive to you that you keep putting that same message out there, but yeah, it could connect with someone eventually. So just be consistent. And he also mentioned as well, that's the same with like your branding, like your colors, your fonts, things like that. Don't change them every week or every second week or whatever. Just be consistent with that as well. And, you know, I think that the message be consistent also helps with, you know, time management because it means, you know, being consistent, putting the same message out there means you can repurpose your your content. Yeah, yeah. So if if you write a piece for LinkedIn, then you can create a video for TikTok. You can create a post for Instagram. You know, you can talk about it at a networking event. So you can repurpose the same content and it's giving that consistent message. Yeah. So it's building that trust, but also saving you time from having to think of new things to which say. Is, which is almost what we're doing with this episode. We're repurposing <laughs> the content from these last eight guests. So, yeah, 
if this didn't connect with you the first time, here we are again, showing you again. That's right. That's right. We're following your message. Thanks, Martin. Yeah. <laughs> Next was Bernadette Smythe, who we had on in episode seven. And she, her advice was know your values, know who you are, what you stand for. Once you know that, it can inform your behavior and your choices and the choices that you make. I loved this advice from Bernadette. I actually went away from this and did some of the activities that she told us to do. So she said to, you know, write down what you want to be remembered for when you die. Also, what are your key values? And what I started to think about my values in personal branding, it really is like your font or your color palette or whatnot in general branding. I think whatever your values are in personal branding is what you should be sticking to consistently throughout all of your messaging in every aspect of your personal branding journey. And I think at the time as well, I said that I was just going to copy Bernadette's (laughs) values because hers really resonated with me. When I actually did the exercise... They were like, they were quite similar, but yeah, it really opened my eyes to sort of, you know, what my values were. And I sort of guess I knew in the back of my head, but it really reinforces that. So then you know what sort of messaging that you want to put out there as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Our next episode was, well, our next guest episode, episode eight with Erin Davis. She summed it up into two words as well. I really like these short, concise, like, (laughs) and hers was being you. And I love this one. And yeah, she sort of said being authentically you because you need to keep it up. Like if you if you put a facade up, if you start faking, you know, what you're all about, you can't keep that up long term and you're gonna you're gonna drop the ball and people will see right through it. And she actually had a quote there which I've written down because I loved it so much. And she said, Showing up as me, just being me. Mm. Which I mean, it sounds so simple, but a lot of people will get caught up in this like, what do I want people to think of me? What do I want to be, you know? Like we just said, what values do I want to be known for? They need to still be you. Mm. And I love that. Yeah, I loved that episode with Erin. All, all of it. I could, have, I could speak to her every week and I feel like I'd learn something new from her. But that what she was saying there really resonated with me because, you know, I can be a bit of a people pleaser, I think, and sometimes can, you know, not want to be authentically me because I'm worried that people won't like it. But she really did kind of explained that you know you are unique there's only one of you and be yourself be proud to be yourself and I loved that yeah it was a really really good message (laughs) yes yeah and next on episode nine we had Holly Martin and Holly Martin said realize that you have a personal brand everybody has a personal brand it's just whether you do something about it by acknowledging that you have a personal brand it's the first step towards making sure that you have the personal brand that you want to have and Holly's message, I think, is something that everyone that's working on their personal brand should be should consider, and that is having an intentional personal brand. You know, you choose what you put out there, and if you don't choose it, then stuff's you're going to have a personal brand, and it may not be what you want it to be. Yeah, so being able to control that personal brand. Mm-hmm. It was actually really interesting. I put a thing up on LinkedIn last week, and one of our future guests, Carla, commented on there with a quote from Holly from this episode Mm -hmm. and it was all about being you know controlling what you put out there so you know you don't have to put up there every little tidbit of your life in your personal brand you know you don't have to talk about the load of washing that you've got sitting on the bed for the last three days you don't have to put everything up on socials talk about it at networking events you can control what your personal brand is Mm -hmm. as we keep saying make it authentic but yeah you control it so 
realizing that you have that personal brand helps you control what you put out there. Yeah, I, yeah, and I think when we talk about authenticity, it, people could think, well, then I just need to tell everyone everything about me. Yeah. And while it's good to be vulnerable, you don't have to share everything. You need to think about, because we're talking about a professional personal brand, everything that you put out there, how does this, you know, what does, how does this affect my target audience? You know, is there relevance for me saying this? How does this build my, the personal brand that I want? Yeah. Yeah, I really enjoyed that episode with Holly. And the next episode, we had Daniel Drayton, and he sort of had a similar sort of message as well. So he was saying that, you know, you've got to be aware that you are your personal brand. So if someone Googles your name and nothing shows up, that is your personal brand. Mm -hmm. So as we just mentioned, you know, you're controlling the your personal brand. You need to make sure that, you know, you realize going back through all of those things, you're authentic, what your values are, and then controlling what you put out there. So... Yeah, it's all up to you, really. Yeah. You kind of write the narrative of your own story. And you know what was interesting? We posted about Dan, about the episode. And if you jump on our LinkedIn, and I think it might have been on my LinkedIn. Anyways, if you have a look at the post, there would have been, I think, nearly 10 people that wrote about how wonderful of a person yes. Dan is and how many people looked up to him. So he's really embraced this building a personal brand of being a good person, you know, doing voluntary work, writing a narrative that he wants, his per- what he, how he wants to be perceived for his personal brand. Yeah. And it was reflected straight away as soon as we posted about that episode with him. It yeah. was really cool. Yeah. And he is just a genuinely nice person as well. He really like, is. nicest person. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Next, we had Dr. Alex Taylor from episode 12. So he was my uni lecturer. Um, and possibly mine in a couple of weeks. I, I don't know. I've signed up for that course. So I'm assuming he's. Yeah, I think he's the only one that teaches it. So. Yeah. Yeah, you've got brownie points. We'll say really yeah. nice things. <laughs> so he said, be a value creator, not a value consumer. How can you create value for someone? What can I do to help or add value to someone rather than thinking, what am I going to get out of this? And I think that this is so important. You know, you don't just want to post for the sake of telling people that, you know, something kind of a humble brag. You can do a humble brag, but why is that important to your target market or your core audience? Does the message of that humble brag help someone? That's right. Yeah. 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 Always thinking in the back of your mind, how am I adding value? Which is the same, you know, I've mentioned before that I've got a couple of e-commerce brands and it's the same with building any sort of brand. It's, it's not, you know, look at this, you should buy this. And it's the same with personal brand. It's not look at me, you should hire me. Yeah. It's look what I can do for you. Here's some advice. Here's some tips. Here's some information that helps create value for your for your followers, for your audience. Yeah. Yeah. And then the easiest one to remember, because it was just last week, <laughs> Susie Leesk. So she mentioned about consistency and how you show up. It's all about your point of difference in how you do what you do. So there's a lot of professionals out there who will provide the same services as you. So it's the way that you understand your clients and the way that you go above and beyond the way that you care, the way that you earn people's trust and the way that you show up consistently, mm. which I think we mentioned last week as well. Susie is just a genuinely really, really nice person. Mm. And so she's she's built her personal brand about, around being this nice person almost by accident. Yeah. 
I, I'm actually, I, I was just recording a TikTok about it, about Susie, because I feel like, like personal branding unlocks the name, but I feel like she has totally unlocked for me in my head what personal branding is about. You know, basically what Susie said is that she just is genuine generous with her time and her her expertise she always is thinking how can I help others and it's not about you know how I can commercially get better or how I can be better at business she's always just thinking about how can I do you know something that will help others or do good and inadvertently she's built this amazing reputation amazing business and an amazing personal brand and I feel like that is probably the number one key to building a good personal brand. And then, so, I mean, we are going to lead into to our tips yes. as well. That was probably, you know, I know that you really connected with that one. Yes. So, is that one of your... Oh, yes. Yeah. So, my tips for... So, this is... Okay. So, it was meant to be one and I couldn't narrow <laughs> it down. So, I've got three, but my top tips for building a personal brand that I think are the most important is firstly be intentional about your personal brand. So think about what you want to be remembered for. What audience or customers do you want to attract and what the goals are that you're working towards? So there's no point in trying to build a personal brand if you don't understand what the aim of it is. You know, if you one minute talking about pest control (laughs) and the next minute talking about tap dancing. I I feel attacked here. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, you won't, you know, that's, that's too broad of an audience it doesn't, you know, you're not going to be remembered. If you're you're just in a, all these different pies, um, what are you going to be remembered for? You're not going to have that niche expertise. So really understanding and being intentional with your personal brand is my first tip. Next is the motivation behind your personal brand. So all the activities that you do for personal branding should be adding value. So make sure your motivation behind doing a post isn't to get so many likes or your motivation for attending a networking event isn't to get a new client to make money. Your motivation should be how can I write this post that's going to add value to my customers or to go to a networking event. It should be I want to build a connection so that I can help others with my skills and experience. So having that as your number one motivation rather than as a KPI to make money or to get in so many likes. And the last is get out of your own way. So don't overthink things. Don't be overcritical of yourself. Embrace imperfections and done is better than perfect. Really? <laughs> I know someone in this room that could really listen to that advice. It's not me, by the way. Yeah, yeah, I'm a work I'm a work in progress. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually got a story about this. So we had a review come on. So we get lots of lovely reviews, but we had one review come over from on on the Christmas break from someone called Bogbird. <laughs> so Bogbird gave us three out of five stars and he said he likes the concept of our podcast. Yeah, and the content as well. Like And the content of our podcast. But there's a certain word that both Josh and I say too often. Anyways, I got that review and I went, I'm quitting the podcast. I'm never speaking again. I'm moving to another country. I'm so embarrassed. And <laughs> I, all I could think about was this one negative review. And all I could th- hear in my voice was every single time I said that word, And I had to point out to Monica, like we have so many nice reviews, messages, people have said to us in person. And I mean, look, honestly, all we keep saying all feedback is greatly appreciated. And even what Bogbird had said, we both reflected on it and said, no, he's right. Like, yeah, we do need to sort of 
we or she, that? sorry, yeah. <laughs> we do need to focus on that. And But yeah, Monica sort of got caught up on, on this one, not even negative, it was more advice, it was a tip. But yeah, it, and like, I mean, you can go completely the opposite way and just be like, oh, no, nah, just forget about the reviews. And, you know, like, it's good that we we do, you know, read them. We are listening. But yeah, it was, <laughs> we, th- we almost didn't have a season two. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that, you know, this is something that I need to learn. But if you are also similar to me and that you're someone that's quite self-critical, if you can't get out of your own way, you're never going to build a personal brand because you're never going to be a, you're never going to write the perfect post for LinkedIn or you're never going to write record the perfect video for TikTok or I don't talk perfectly on a podcast. But that doesn't mean that I'm not going to do those things because I'm learning, you know, you're continually learning and you've got to put yourself out there. Otherwise, nothing's going to happen. You're never going to learn. 100%. And I think I quoted, I don't even know where this quote's come from. I said it early, early days of the podcast, but you're not going to please everyone, but who cares? Or, you know, not everyone's going to like you, but who cares? You don't like everyone. Yeah. So I think you really need to remember that anytime some some negative or, or constructive um, feedback comes in too. <laughs> yeah, bog bird. I mean, I even Googled what a bog bird was. <laughs> it is a bird. Yeah, everyone have a Google. There's like actual, yeah, the hornbill birds. They look like there's hornbill. Yeah. Sort of, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so then, so they're your. <laughs> they're my three top tips, I guess. <laughs> what are yours, Josh? So mine is, it's pretty much what everyone, it's the, the core message that's carried through from everyone's, you know, interviews. And it's being authentic and I know that when I started going to these, you know, networking events and, and posting on LinkedIn, I thought I've, I need to be this, you know, super professional business person that, you know, is always like, I don't know, controlled. And, and but yeah, I realized very quickly that if I am just myself, I like to crack jokes. I like to like have a laugh. I like not being super, super professional. <laughs> and I've made so many more connections mm. and connected with people a lot deeper that way as well so 100% mine is be authentic be yourself and yeah like Monica said like if you know that can also help you help others as well as long as you are being true to yourself and I don't think anyone is more authentic than you you do it so well like you don't try and mold yourself to the situation you know you stay yourself you stay true to your convictions yeah I highly respect you for that ah Thanks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do it so well, but yeah, this was just, I guess, a shorter episode from us today. We do have a challenge, though. Oh, we do have it. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yes. So, yeah. <laughs> our challenge is message us or or write in the comments when we post this episode. Write in the comments on wherever you see it, Instagram, LinkedIn, whatever. What's your number one tip to build your personal brand? What What do you think is your what do they call it? Alma mater. Is mm, that a, yeah. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and we'll when when we receive those, we'll mention them on the podcast. Yeah, because you know we'll share the knowledge around. Hundred percent. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. Thank you for listening to our our shortened episode, yeah. and we've got a good one next week, and I can't wait to share it. We so. do. We've got a really good season coming up, so make We'd, sure you sub- subscribe to the podcast. We're so excited about the guests that we've got locked in. We just did a planning session before we recorded this episode, and yeah, like tingles like it's it's amazing i mean if i do say so myself <laughs> fingers crossed bog bird is still listening because we are working this season two is just going to be incredible it will 
And we are going to work on not saying that word so much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <We do>. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. All right. Well, uh, have a good week. You too. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. We hope you're feeling inspired and ready to take your personal brand to the next level. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to hit that subscribe button, rate and leave us a review. Your feedback means the world to us and helps others discover our show. And remember, building a personal brand is not a destination. It's a continuous journey. Connect with us by searching Personal Branding Unlocked on all your socials to stay updated and continue the conversation. Until next time, keep crafting your professional identity because you are the brand that speaks volumes. 